All right, so I'm talking uh, over Skype with my partner, Phil Proctor. How are you doing? Yeah, man. Uh, Phil's down in L.A., and Phil is just in the process of doing some previews for the world premiere of a very funny play, and I'd like you to tell us about it. Well, I'm uh, playing Detective Lawrence Coslow, NYPD, in a play by a wonderfully funny uh, playwright uh, named Sam Bobrick. Sam is probably best known for having created Saved by the Bell uh, on television, uh, which gave him enough um, uh, wealth to be able to quit television, which is what <laughs> most people do if they have a great success. At least in the old days, they used to do that. Yeah. Now they've gotten more greedy. And he's very prolific. Uh, he writes a, a play about every two and a half months. And he has these readings at his home in Encino that my wife, Melinda Peterson, and I have participated in. Uh, and this play, The Psychic, was developed in that manner and is being done at Gary Marshall's beautiful uh, Falcon Theater in Burbank. Uh, he worked with Gary on uh, on various television shows. He also wrote for the Smothers Brothers. Wow. This is Sam. Isn't, yeah. Aren't the Smothers Brothers the only uh, still original member team that are on the road that are, that have been there longer than Firesign? I mean, they beat us, right? They're, 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 yeah, that's true. Yeah, Cheech and Chong are out there too now, you know. But they came they're, long after. They didn't smell each other's asses. We were like six or seven years in existence before they started doing that. They really couldn't come along until they could steal from us. But I'm, I'm actually just, I'm just making a joke because the fact is that they uh, created a very unique anti-authoritarianism comedy at just the right time to kind of pick up on uh, the end of, of the, the real youth revolution that we were involved in. And one uh, of them goes to jail for selling bongs over yeah, the internet. Well, wait a minute. It's just a huge, ugly pipe. Yeah, Tommy Chong's bongs, you know? Yeah, I know. Give me a break. Put him behind bars, you know? It's just, it's insane. But he's out now, and in fact, he sent his regards to us. Uh, my daughter ran into him up at the uh, Olympics up in, in uh, Vancouver yeah. about a month ago. And he and sent, sent his me regards. a little note saying that he sent his regards to us, which is very sweet. Okay, so how are the previews going on the show? Oh, the previews are going great. We're actually going to be doing our fourth preview tonight. All right, this, this play uh, is about a down-and-out playwright who decides to make some money by pretending to be a psychic. He lives in a de decrepit basement apartment in New York City, and his first client who comes in is a very attractive and mysterious woman, and he becomes involved in a relationship with her. Uh, her husband is murdered, and, of course, uh, all of a sudden, uh, they become suspects in the murder and other colorful characters in her life, her husband's life, because he was a, a, a deadbeat and a gambler. Uh, uh, all Other characters in her late husband's life start showing up and harassing this, this poor writer. Yeah. He's a mystery writer. So he starts to put all of this into a story. And, uh, and it's a very, very funny comedy mystery, and it has a, an extraordinary twist at the end. So I can't really tell you where most of the greatest laughs come from, but it is, it's a very, very generously uh, audience-generous um, audience play. Now, I would like you to do something funny. We've been, we've been witty, slightly witty, and we've been informative, and we've learned a lot of things that are happening in a sophisticated a theatrical market, and now I'd like you to be funny. 
Well, you know, I, I was actually waiting for the same thing from you. I know. I know. But I do want to, I want to ask you, this, this beautiful studio that I can see that's being constructed around you, yeah. I, are you on a washed-up beach on Useless Bay on Woodby Island? Is that correct? Because I want to write about this in Planet Proctor. Well, actually, we're in the high elf hills above Goss oh, Ridge. Give me a break. Yeah, right. The High Elf Hills above Goss Ridge, and we're, um, this is Blue U Studios, B-L-U-E-E-W-E. I said you really are in another universe, an alternate universe oh, there. Absolutely alternate universe. It's just marvelous. When you get back, when you come up here this summer, you're going to flip. Absolutely. Promise you, you're going to flip. So well, okay. I used to flip. I was a, I was a gymnast when I was in, uh, in grade school. <laughs> Now about all I can do is flip the bird. Give us, give us the found art, Phil. <laughs> uh, one of the things I remember so well from working uh, not only on Oz but with the whole Firesign gang uh, was being able to bring in found uh, objects. I shouldn't say objects. Found writing, okay, and to read it on the air because it meant I didn't have to do any writing on my own. And the other day, I don't know where I found this. It might have been on tour with the Los Angeles Guitar Quartet, but it is a Tony Alamo Christian Ministries uh, magazine. Here, I'm holding. Yeah, people can't see it, Phil. I can, I can see it. Press release, Tony Alamo innocent, but still in jail, new evidence. Tony Alamo, this, right. this is the guy that had the Salvation Bus on the Sunset Strip in the 60s when we were doing the original Oz, and he'd go down and pick up waifs and, and send them over to a slave labor leather jacket factory at the same time bringing Christ into their life. That's the 60s. He, he was a real pioneer, you know, <laughs> for his time. Well, anyway, there was a big scandal that landed him in jail, as, as this headline said. Yeah. And by the way, if anybody wants to see this, all you have to do is put your fingertips up to the speaker yeah. of your radio and close your eyes, and you will be able to get an image. Uh, it may not be a completely clear image, but you get a good image of any of the pictures that we have in front of us. It's just a little radio trick. I don't think too many people know. You're giving now, away a very a important trick in radio, and I don't know if people are going to take you seriously, but it really it works. Just touch it. We usually this, use the index this, finger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This, this piece of writing is from Desiree Colbeck, an 18-year-old daughter of John Colbeck. John is wanted by the government, they say, for spanking two 18-year-old men. But really, they want to kidnap his other four children. The FBI told Colbeck's daughter, Desiree, that they would drop the bogus charges on her dad if she lied about Tony Alamo. So she did. She left the church because she said she was afraid of her father, not Tony Alamo, or any sex problems. And here is a letter that she wrote. It's called Letter from Desiree to a Chinese busboy, March 24th, 2004. The world is filled with these things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. This is one of many, many letters. I could come back for months to come and read you more of these letters if you like them. Here we go. From someone who loves you very much. Busboy, if only I knew your name, I would call you by it. But all I know to call you is Busboy. I am the girl with dark blonde hair that was sitting by the guy with a beard and black hat. And we were sitting at that round table. I need to see you. 
from the first glance of you. Your hair caught my eye. I think you really look handsome. But when we looked at each other, or when I looked at you, I felt love inside for you and couldn't get you out of my mind. I need you to come get me. But you don't know where I live, and I don't know where you live. But I am paying the woman that gave this to you $5 to give this to you and to bring your note back to me. Or you can follow her to Dollar General, where she works, and I'll meet you there. Please don't disappoint me. I love you, and I want to trust you and have faith in you. I'll meet you at 7.30 p.m. Saturday. Maybe it will be better for you to send a note back so I won't go out on Saturday at 7.30 and you not be there and then get caught. I will tell you my name when I see you. Love you. P.S. Until I know your name, can I call you Tony? And can you call me for the time being Monique? Busboy, follow us. I would call you by your name, but I don't know it. But follow secretly. Tonight, I will sneak out and come with you. Will you? Please do. We are driving in a bus. Please don't be caught and make it obvious. I love you and want to be your girlfriend. Thanks, Desiree. <laughs> she signed her name. She signed her with name. name. She didn't sign it at least. Monique. Monique. No. But you know what I really love? Here's what I love, Phil, as we wrap this up, which is this is supposed to be proof that Tony Alamo shouldn't be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> and it has, it has absolutely nothing to do with it. She lied. Who did she lie to? The bus boy. Oh, my God. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> uh, David Osmond is with me. I want to thank you very much for helping, for co-hosting the show. It was absolutely fabulous. Well, thank you, Peter. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. has always been a pleasure for, <clears throat> what, 40 <laughs> years to uh, be across the desk and uh, or uh, next to you on the table here the only thing that's missing is <laughs> is the color of our hair i think uh, may have in changed my case and uh, yeah, yeah, the yours, amount of it in yours I yeah think. well also we're not wearing um, i'm not wearing an uh, an indian american indian style shirt that's I'm not true. doing that. You're no, on the not. other end. Not yet. Not yet, but it's it's about to come. And you have yeah. a big you have a big sun pendant that I you do. wear. You don't I wear do. that anymore. No, I, I lost that somewhere. Somewhere. No, this, However, yeah, um, <clears throat> I did bring along this. Uh, I'm I've is got this? another gig, Pete. I just never, let Proctor open in his plays. Yep. You know, let him do that. Okay. I have a gig on Orcas Island. Orcas Island. Well, I mean, people are people are googling it immediately, right? And, Go to and, Dobe. That's D O E. Yeah, Dobe Cafe. At the Dobe Cafe on uh, Friday, April 9th. There you go. You're going to be up on Orcas Island. Yeah. I have to take like six ferries to get no, there. No, no, it's an easy fit. So an easy one boat. It's an easy one, one boat one. out of uh, out of out of here. But you can't. You 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 can you hear me do this all the time. Ah, uh, that's it's a dinner show. But it's a dinner show, so they're going to be like. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of that. See the movie Soap Dish with Sally. Fields and Kevin, uh, Kevin Klein, where where he's playing, um, he's doing Death of a Salesman at a dinner theater at the beginning, and they're dropping plates and everything like that, and they're doing the scene, and they come back towards, they say, um, "We really loved your work, Mr. Loman." Don't call me Mr. Loman. <laughs> it's a wonderful scene. All right, thank you, David. I like to also thank, thank you, Peter, uh, Phil Proctor, and Phil Austin, also the Fire Sign Theater, and we will be back next week 
from 9 to 11 PST Radio Free Oz on RadioFreeOz.com. Now, you can go up to RadioFreeOz.com, not immediately, but soon, either later tonight or sometime tomorrow, and you can get this show, um, you know, streamed on demand, or you can download it. Tell your friends. That's the way this thing moves and survives and moves on. And I want to thank Phil Fountain for... Uh, Doing our graphics, our producer is Bill McIntyre, our associate producer is Dave Draper, the auto producer is Dave Maloney, our chief technical wizard is John Cumming, and this is Radio Free Oz, it comes to you from the Blue U Studios on Whidbey Island, uh, Washington, and is owned and distributed by RadioFreeOz.com. So long. Done this for a while, but <laughs> I haven't done it for a while. It hasn't That's been true. too. It hasn't been too long. It's only a few well, years. Yeah, a few years. Eight, I think, since the last time we did a radio show. Yeah, for a while. Like this. Thank you, David. Oh. Are you going to be in town next week? Can you do it again or something like that? Uh, in town next next Sunday week. Yeah, no, yes. We're going to do some producing on Tuesday. Next Sunday. Is it?